Well, hey, let me, again, I'll start over. I think about Pastor James Shauna. I want to just thank you and the missions board and really this church for allowing us to walk into a campus and present the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, I, think, I was thinking about last Tuesday, I was at Walling Grove High School, and I took a U of A pitcher, softball pitcher, and an outfielder just to share their faith with Walling Grove High School FCA. And I walked in there, there was 68 kids waiting for them to hear two softball players. And that's why I, we think about this, this opportunity that God's given them a platform. And imagine that, man, just because they have an A on their, on their jersey, the kids want to hear what they have to say. And we, we can take kids to a high school. Imagine 68 kids hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ on a public high school. And I think, again, we, we think about this, and I, and I just, the honor that I have to represent this church as I walk into Walden Grove High School, as I walk into University of Arizona, to be on a plane last night to represent this church as we present the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I think you guys ought to give yourselves a hand because that, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen just because we decide, hey, I'm going to go, you know, be a chaplain for the U of A football team or the baseball team. But that's just God's faithfulness. And I think a lot of times we don't realize is that, man, maybe you may not have an opportunity to go into, you know, University of Arizona, you know, football office or Walden Grove High School. Man, but you allow us to walk into these public high schools and present the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I appreciate this church so much. And I think, Jamie, I think we're all going on 20 years that this church has faithfully supported the mission of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and we are so thankful and grateful for what you've done. So this morning, I, wa I want to just kind of, my title of my message is, Who or What Has Access? It seems like every year God kind of gives me a, a theme for the, for the new year as we, we shut it down in July for a couple of weeks, and, and for some reason, man, the word access has played such a, was downloaded in my life, and I'm like, access, what does that look like for us? And uh, you guys all know, man, the, the word access, and you identify what or who has access to our lives that's making us better? Or who has access to our lives that's not making us better? And, and my scripture for this morning is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23. It says, you say, I am allowed to do anything. Guys, and, and there's a lot of things that we can do. But we have to recognize that not all of them are beneficial. Right? And I think a lot of times when we identify, when I meet with a college student and kind of just evaluate where he's at, he's struggling in life, the first thing I'll ask him is that, well, what has access to your life right now? And my challenge for us this morning, what has access to our lives? Like this scripture says, you say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And it says, you say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. And I want to kind of just give you a visual to think about this, you know, the access of, in our lives, because I think sometimes we don't really recognize what does have access to our lives? And if you look at the, at the first kind of thing, it says, what has limited access to you? Think about this for a second. I think there's a, there's a picture that says, what has limited access? If not, it's okay. But what has limited access? And, and really, I, I came across this because I have a bunch of uh, uh, banners in my, in my office, just things that when we go to football games, you, they give you a limited access pass that you can't go to the other sideline, you can go to your sideline. And I was looking at that, I'm like, what if we had those for our lives, right? Th th imagine this, like there's things that come our way every day that we have to decide, do I give this no access? Do I give this limited access? Or do I give it full access? You know, and I think it's important to kind of think about what does that look like for our, our lives right now is that personally, 
What has access to your life? Relationally, what has access to your life? Professionally, what has access to our lives? And I think so. if we would just kind of stop and ask ourselves, before I give something access, I have to ask myself, is it beneficial? And Because he says, there's some good things out there. But not everything that, that is good is beneficial. And, and my first challenge for us is thinking about this. What has access to your life right now? And is it beneficial? Because if it's not beneficial, why would we give it access? And I think the challenge for us, as we ask ourselves that question, who or what has access? Because I think a lot of times when we look at our relationships, there is just some relationships that should have limited access to our lives. Again, not because it's a bad person, because they're not benefiting our lives where we are right now. And, and, And it goes for every area of our lives. I ask myself, man, what has access to my life that's making me better? Because if it's not making me better, why am I giving it access? And there's some different seasons in our lives that, man, some things have more access than others. But I think if we're not aware or being intentional about, God, do I give this access? Lord, do I give this limited access? Or God, do I give this no access right now in this season of my life? Because we're all going through different seasons. We're at different stages of our lives. But again, the biggest question is, man, who or what has access to us? So ask yourself that question right now. If all things are allowed, everything is good for you, but not everything is beneficial, I got to be aware, like, God, you know what? Maybe I need to just walk around with these three passes and say, do I give that access? Do I give it no access? Or maybe do I give it limited access, right? Because that, that's the first one. What should have no access? What has, what has limited access? And then again, you think about what has no access for us. Man, if we can walk around spiritually minded and thinking about, God, man, maybe, maybe right now this can't have any access to my life because it's not building me up. It's not drawing me closer to God. Why would I give it access? And the, the access denied is the most critical one. And I, I started teaching our college athletes is anytime someone asks you something, your first answer should be no until God says go, right? Because I think a lot of times it's so easy, even in ministry, if someone says, hey, will you go do this? We're like, yeah, absolutely. It's ministry, right? I should go do this. Not, if it's not beneficial for you and your walk with God, why should you say, uh, say yes to that? So again, be, be aware, guys, as we're thinking about this, this challenge this morning, is that, man, God wants to be, uh, remind us this morning, how many no-access passes are you handing out today? And what limited access passes are you handing out this morning? Because I think if we're not being aware of, of God saying, man, hey, they're, they're, you're giving some, some access to some things that are still in your joy, that are still in your peace. And you're like, why would we do that? Because again, we, we have freedom in Christ. God's given us the license to be free, but we're the ones that take, give access to all these things. And then we wonder like, where did my joy go? Where did my peace go? It's because when we look at the film of our lives, we're starting seeing why does that have access? Why, why does that thing have so much access to my life? Because I think a lot of times, even in relationships, there's, there's, I was thinking about even on the way home last night as we were flying home, I was thinking about even when, if God has given us such freedom, you know, why am I giving some things some access to my lives that's interrupting that freedom? And, and even in our relationships, there's some things, I think about the past, 
How many times does your past want access to your life because it wants to remind you where you came from? Right? It happens all the time. That's what the enemy does. All he can do is remind you. He has no power, but he can remind you of who you used to be. And I think a lot of times if we not give it no access, then it has no ability, has no power. And you guys know, man, anytime you give something access, guess who has to feed it? We do. Again, nothing can survive if we don't feed it. And that's why I always think about this, man. If, if I'm going to give it access, then I better be, be, uh, have the opportunity to start feeding that whatever I give access to. And that's why I put this in this next scripture here in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. It says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable, Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting them into practice all you learn and receive from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. So again, think about mentally, right? What are we giving access to that is shaping the way we think? Because some, something's having an influence in our lives, mentally, right? And you go, what are you feeding? What are you feeding your mind? Because again, if you're giving something access that's kind of getting in the way of how you should think or how God wants us to think, we need to stop giving it access. It's, it's, and you say, well, that sounds pretty simple. Well, it is. No access passes. We get to hand them out. Guys, and, and I think it's important. Like, man, why, why am I always thinking about all the, the worst case scenarios? It's probably because we're watching CNN news, right? And, and that's what I'm saying. You give something access, what happens? It starts shaping the way you think, the way we operate. And I'm like, no, I, I don't want something to, to get in the way of how God wants me to see and have this perspective, biblical mindset perspective that God says, no, you're giving some things access that are getting in the way of you, allowing me to work in you to think the way I want you to think. Right, guys? Because you know what that looks like. And, and I think about this, man. There are so many things that, that man, want to download into our lives mentally. Because the biggest challenge is up here, Right? And I think about this mentally is that, man, what keeps distracting us because we are giving some thoughts too much access? What are you always thinking about? Again, if you don't give it a no access pass and you quit feeding those thoughts, what happens to those thoughts? God's peace starts setting in. And I think it's important, man. God gives us this, this great principle, man. It says, hey, listen, you want to find peace? Make sure what you're giving access to is coming from me. He says, fix your thoughts. What does he say there? Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, and right, pure, and lovely. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. How many of us are giving access to things that are worthy of praise? Because if we're not, where's our peace coming from? And I think a lot of times we interrupt our peace because, you know, we hear something or, or someone says something and we give it access and that's, not, that's all we can think about. Right, you guys know that little seed that, man, we, we start feeding it, and we start feeding it, and before you know it, you can't think about anything but that. That's not the way God wants us to operate, people. He doesn't. And I think it's important that we evaluate what has access to our mindset, to, us, to our mental capacity that God's saying, man, I want you to be able to see something and exactly know where it's coming from. 
And that's why, man, I, I wish I would have printed some out and we could have walked out, to, out of this church today with these three access passes and say, man, you know what? There's some things that I got to go to and hand some people and say, hey, you know, right now in, in, this, in the stage of my life right now, I need to give you a no access pass. Again, not because they're a bad person, but because they're not benefiting you. They're not making you better. And I, and I pray that you would just be encouraged this morning to think about what could that look like for us? is that we start handing out more no-access passes than full-access passes. Make sense? And it is, people. It just, it's an, an exciting to think about is that God's given us this strategy. Is like, let's, let's identify what has access to our lives right now. And is it making me better? So, so think about that, too, about what's still in our peace, right? We must know when to give some thoughts no-access. And, and I, again, we, we can, can't control a lot of stuff, but we can always control what has access to our lives. Always. If we're allowing God to be in the driver's seat of our lives, not only does he give us the power to go out there and live this life that he's called us to live, but he's given us the power to say no when we need to say no. And again, there, there's some things that are, that are beneficial. And again, in, depending on the season that you're in, is that, yeah, you know what? Here's, I'm going to give you some limited access because, again, there's some things that, that I'm really benefiting from your life, things that are really making me better. And there, there's very, very few things that should have full access to our lives, guys. Because, again, it's not about rules and regulations. Following Jesus is not about doing this and doing that. It's about, man, he paid the price for us, Period. But again, you think about the things that are stealing you know, or interrupting our lives. It's because we give stuff so much access. And then when they're like, man, where's my peace going? Where's my joy going? Guys, and I, I just know for me, it's sometimes, man, when I start thinking about something, you know, like at four in the morning, you wake up and you start thinking about something, you ain't going back to sleep. ain't going to happen. Well, we've all been there, right? And so, and I just think a lot of times that, man, you know what? Why do I keep feed those thoughts? Because when you feed something, it becomes stronger and stronger. Instead of denying, you know, not giving it no access, it can't live if you don't feed it. You know, and that's, again, Jesus taught so many times, man, is that, you know what, man, you, you got to be aware of what you feed in our lives, right? Because we're, we're feeding things in our lives, and we're like, why is it getting bigger? Because I keep feeding it. You feed anything, it's going to get bigger, and my people this morning, I want to just kind of encourage us to think about what does that look like for us? Mentally, how free are you mentally? And if you're not finding peace in your life, maybe we have to make some small adjustments and start hanging and handing out some no-access passes because it's having too much impact in our lives. It's stealing our peace. I'm like, no, you know what? I need to start handing out some more no-access passes as it pertains to my mindset and the way I think and the way I operate. Amen? Next scripture, Galatians chapter 5. It says, You were running a good race. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. So again, the, the challenge for us, what has access to our lives that is keeping us from obeying the truth? Because the truth is going to be powerful regardless. We can't change the truth, but we can deny the truth. If we're not focused on the truth, and it's crazy to say, you are running a good race. Who cut in on you? 
Who did you give access to that all of a sudden started interrupting your journey as you were running? I'm going for Jesus, man. I'm all in. And all of a sudden, something cuts in on, it, on us, and we start giving it access, and it says, who stopped you from obeying the truth? Those are the things that happen it's so easily. And again, we, we always think like, oh, I'm going to just give it a little bit of access. If it stops us from obeying the truth, I'm saying we should probably give it no access. So think about that this, this morning. What, is, what does that look like? What has access to our lives that is keeping us from obeying the truth? We all know what the book of John says, right? The truth of what? Set us free. And if we're not free, maybe, just maybe, we're giving something too much access that's stopping me from obeying the truth and living the truth and being free in the truth, right? Because for all of us, there are so many things that, again, we want to simplify our lives, guys. We don't wanna, I don't need 50 steps to follow Jesus. I need one, right? Just one step. And if I just know, man, if, if this is from God, then give it access. And if it's not from God, whether it's personal, relational, or professional, if it's not from God, guess what? No access. And, and you say, well, that sounds pretty easy. Well, it is. Because you're the one that has the access pass and the no access pass. Guys, let, let, let's just look at our journey today and say, man, God, how do I not only simplify my journey, how do I make sure that, that I'm, I'm, I'm allowing things in my life that are beneficial, like that first scripture says. And you're like, man, if, if I can just implement that on a daily basis, and those are the things that I've, I've been intentional about showing our, our college athletes. They're like, you know what, man, let me just watch the film of your life. Let me just watch, you know, we're running the film of our lives, and we're saying like, okay, there's a lot of good things happening in your life. There's a lot of things, good things that are running through your life and have access to your life. But then we look at the other one, we're like, tell me about that. Again, it is, it's not a bad thing, but if it's not beneficial, I'm like, man, I don't think that, that, that stuff that's having access to your life is benefiting your journey with God. So just, again, giving you a visual, man, let's, let's run the film of our lives and ask ourselves, man, what, what's coming into my life right now that is drawing me closer to God? It's making me better. And what has access to my life right now whether it's personal or relational. And that's one of the hardest things because it's crazy to think that Paul says, who cut in on you? And we do a lot of counseling because I think the challenge for us is that, man, we give people too much access to our lives. You know, I, I did a, um, a sermon a couple years ago about who has authority of your life. You know, because any time when we're hurt, when we're hurt and someone walks away from us, they take some authority with them which doesn't belong to them, right? Again, e even our past, our past doesn't have authority over our lives. That belongs to God. And isn't it crazy that, that Jesus told his disciples, I give you authority to go out there and run this race that no one else can run but you. But yet, something happens in our life, a, a situation, or it was a defining moment in my life, you know, and we, we give that, that moment authority. And anytime you give something authority, you have less authority. And I, and I look back, man, even in my own journey back in 87 when I was in the drug treatment center, is that I always reflected like, man, I'm not good enough. You know, I can't, I can't be used for God's kingdom. But again, the, I had to take back the authority that was stolen from me. And again, I gave something access that nearly destroyed my life and my marriage. 
And I think a lot of for us is that, man, when we take back the authority that doesn't belong to anybody but me, you start walking in your God-given authority and your full authority because no one else should have your authority of your life. No one. So in relationships, a lot of times through brokenness, through hurt, we let someone walk away and they, they walk away with some of our authority. It doesn't belong to anybody. And I, and I teach you even in counseling a lot of times, like, you know what, you need to go back and give that person a no, a no access pass and take back the authority because it belongs to you. And we wonder, like, man, if, if they treat me good and I feel good, no. It's not anybody's job to make you feel good. That's God's job. We, we've already won this race. And if we're kind of walking in, in defeat, then we need to go back and take that authority from whoever took that authority. And that's why I love the scriptures. Who cut in on you? Who's cutting in on you? Who's cutting in in our race right now that is stopping me, interrupting me from obeying the truth? Guys, it happens all the time. And my challenge for us, man, we, we got to look at, at where we are today. Again, like I said earlier, there are some people that have too much access. And again, they can't force themselves in my life. I have to give them permission to come into my life. And when we learn this principle is that there are some people that right now in this season of my life should have no access. Again, I can love people and I can, I can help people and I can do all the little things, but there is just some people that I need to say, hey, here's a no access pass right now because it's not benefiting my life right now. And we all know what that looks like. We've all been hurt. We've all gone through tough relationships. But again, I know, man, if I take walk in this God-given authority, is that, man, I get to be able to walk in the power of God that he's given me to walk in. And that, man, I don't have to give out full access pass to anybody. Man, and again, the, the last challenge for us, a couple of verses here, in Colossians chapter 3.16, it says, let the message about Christ in all its richness, fill your lives. Now, just stop there. What, what message has access to your life? Because he says here, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives, teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom that he gives. Sing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs to God with a thankful heart. And, and, and the child I put on your notes said, what message has access to our lives. Do you know how many messages are out there right now? Right? Most of them bad. But again, it, it, the challenge for us, let the message about Christ in all its rich, richness fill your lives. Again, if we're going to give something access, it should be what? The message about Christ. Because that's what's going to transform us. That's what's going to empower us. That's going to allow us to walk in freedom and victory. I'm like, yeah, you have full access. The message about Christ, give it full access. But again, sometimes man, we're filling up our lives with the wrong message. You know, what people have said before. We still walk around with those things. That someone says we weren't good enough. That you would never amount to something. Those are the messages of the, that, that come from the pit of hell. And I'm like, why would I let that message come into my life? Because I know we, we've, we've dealt with some, some situations in our lives personally that, man, people have, have put us down. People have talked down to us and said, man, you know what? There's no way you can amount to anything. I know I did. And I, the, the challenge for me, man, is you know what? Am I going to give access to that message that was given to me a long time ago? 
that I wasn't good enough, that we could never amount to something, that you shouldn't be happy, that you shouldn't have joy. That's not the message of Christ. He, he says, man, that we, we can do all things through Christ, right? That there's nothing impossible with God. That's the message we need to download in our lives and give it full access. Because again, if it's not building you up, why are you giving it access? Guys, and I just, man, passionate about this word access. Like, man, what, what am I going to give access to today? And I, I think the challenge for us again this morning is what message are you giving access to? Again, they don't have to be bad messages. But if they're not messages that are, again, coming down from the throne of God, why would we give it access? And people, I, I pray that this morning, man, we, we can just be reminded is that there is a lot of messages out there. And we need to hand out more no access passes to the messages that we're here. It doesn't mean we're not going to hear them. It just means I don't have to let it have access in my life. Amen to that? We feel like we need to seek more messages. And we're always, oh, I need to see what's going on. You know what? Very limited access. Because there is so much junk out there, especially on TV. And things, you know, social media and all this other stuff. And yeah, we use that social media. But, but it's, it's to proclaim Christ. You know, if we're not lifting up the name of Jesus, why even bother? And I know that the messages that I feel that are coming across the, the airwaves, man, they have one purpose and one purpose, and that's to destroy our lives. And if we're not careful of what we're listening to, if we're not careful of what we're allowing to have access to our lives, man, I'll tell you what, we, we wake up at night just feeling like, man, I, I lost my peace. I lost my joy. I, I lost what God wants to give us, the, the victory that he paid for. And it's so easy to get caught up and, and hear something and run with it. You know, and, and I think if, if we're not careful, and if, if you hear a message and it doesn't line up to the word of God, then that message is void. It doesn't mean anything. And if, again, if someone says it and it doesn't line up to who God says who you are, then we'll give it, give it no access. Zero access. So again, let's think about this. What it looks like for us is we've got about five, ten minutes. So let me, let me just finish this last scripture. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. It says, and now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Verse 7, let your roots grow down into him. And let your lives be built on him. And this is where I think about this, man. There, there is some things that we are so rooted in, and it's not Christ, it's not God. There's a lot of things that we can connect to, but it's not connected to God. And I think sometimes when we evaluate where we're at today, I'm like, Lord, man, there, there is some roots that need to be brought up and re-rooted, like it says here, and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth that you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. So I, I think it's important. I'm like, okay, God, there's, am I, is my life being rooted in you? Are you the source of who I am and whose I am? Because if he's not, then we need to uproot and really kind of reconnect and saying, God, you know what? I want my life to be rooted in you. And I love, like he says, let your roots grow down into him. And do you know how that's only going to happen? Is that, man, is that he has full access to our lives.
And I, I, again, we can be so committed to Christ, and yet there are some doors to our lives that even God has no access to, right? Again, oh God, you can stay out of that room. God, you don't need to go into that room. Again, it doesn't have to be a bad thing, but the, again, the, the fact is that God's saying, you know what? Let me know when you want to give me full access and watch what I'll do when you give me access, right? Because God's not going to you know, knock the door down in your life. He's not. We have to give him access. We have to say, God, you can go in any room you want. You do whatever you want in my life. Yeah, there's some, some rooms that are really dirty right now, but I want to give you full access to those rooms. Because I think we, we feel like when there's shame involved, that's not from God. When there's condemnation involved, that's not from God. And again, transparency with our relationship with Jesus is really based upon God. You know what? There's no door that's not available for you to walk in. Yeah, there, there may be some like, you know, second thoughts about them. Like, I don't know if I want to let them in that room, right? But it's Jesus. Why would you not want him who restores and renews lives to come into any door in our lives? And I, I just wrote down in my notes here, how much access does the Lord have? Does he have no access? Does he have limited access? Or does he have full access? We decide that. See, yeah, God, God comes and says, man, I would love to come in and hang out with you today. But you're not, you don't allow me to go into that room. You don't allow me into that space. In your personal life, your relational life, your professional life. And God says, man, I, I wish you'd, you know, not since I wish. God says, man, if you could allow me to walk into your personal life, into your relational life, your professional life, and you would realize what only I can do in those places in your life. Allowing our lives to be built on Him only happens when we allow the Lord to have full access to our, to our lives. And again, as I close, we need to take a moment and challenge ourselves by asking, what pass does the Lord have to our lives? To your personal life? Does he have full access? To your relational life? Does he have full access? To your professional life? My last challenge is God will only enter when he has full access. And I pray this morning that we can be encouraged to know that, man, God wants to take his rightful place in our lives. And he can do so much more than we could ever do on our own. And man, through the brokenness, through the things that we've experienced in our lives, God says, let me in those places. Because I am the God who will restore, will renew, and not only restore our lives, but that he can return to us the joy of our salvation. And just my challenge for us this morning, let's, let's Spend a couple of days just thinking, man, who has full access? Who has limited access? And who should have no access? Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we serve an amazing, powerful God. Father, we are reminded that all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. My prayer this morning, Lord God, 
And if there's anybody here this morning who has not even given you access to their lives, that they would say, man, I need to give Jesus full access to my life. Father, I pray that you just remind us that you are the way, that you are the truth. Beside you, there's no other way. Father, please return to us the joy of our salvation, that we'd be intentional about making sure whatever path we hand out is going to not only draw us closer to you, but that it would honor you in the way we live. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus is in this room here right now, here right now, making this place I stand, holy ground, holy ground. Ooh, your spirit.